Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It is the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Karen Plout. Karen is the Dean of Purdue University's College of Agriculture. And Karen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to have you here. First of all, talk about your path to Purdue University. It is an interesting one. You arrived at Purdue in 2010, so you've been there for uh, some nine years now. But how, talk about that path to get to West Lafayette. Okay, so I actually grew up on the East Coast and went to uh, the University of Vermont for my bachelor's degree. Then I went to Penn State for my master's and Cornell for my Ph.D., wow. Yeah. I then traveled down to the National Institutes of Health and did a mm-hmm. postdoctoral degree there, and that was at in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I actually went back to Vermont as a faculty member in, in their College of Agriculture and continued to move around. I got a chance mm-hmm. to go out to California and work at NASA, mm-hmm. NASA Ames Research Center, so spent some time there. Uh, and then from there, went back to the University of Vermont as chair of their department, mm-hmm. went on to Michigan State as chair mm-hmm. of their Department of Animal Science. That's mm-hmm. my background. Mm-hmm. And then in 2010, came to Purdue as associate dean for research. Wow. Your background is certainly is steeped in research. In your view, why is it important for a public institution to keep advancing its own you know, R&D assets? I assume today there are more and more research partnerships with private companies. Talk about some of those. Yeah, so research is really, really important to universities because that's where innovation happens. Uh, what we need to do is continue to move forward and look at what next generation technologies can help us in the field, in the laboratory, in different places. And at a university like Purdue, we have the opportunity to do that in many different disciplines. And that's really important to keep us efficient, uh, help the environment, and really move forward in what we're doing. We do partner with other industries. We also get funding from the federal government. So we get funding in external funding. We have actually about $69 million that we bring in to do our research. So, for example, with companies, one of the things we do is we have some herbicide programs where companies will buy in to test their herbicide, and then we can do side-by-side trials. So what it means for the farmer is they get an independent assessment of how well that herbicide treatment works. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do a lot of that kind of testing. We also do some basic research. Uh, that sometimes is funded by industry. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, very basic research is funded by the federal government. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's lots of different things we do to improve crops and crop productivity, to improve animals and animal efficiency, mm-hmm. do a lot of nutrition trials in, in for animals. Uh, we have an environmental uh, research facility where we can measure all the emissions from animals. So we're talking about methane and greenhouse mm-hmm. gases and all of that so that we can do some very sophisticated studies that maybe an industry partner can't do on their own. Mm -hmm. You've given us a a, a nice overview, but wanted to ask you about the profile of the College of Agriculture. Purdue obviously has such a global reputation. Talk a little bit about the College of Agriculture and where things are now at the the college. Yeah, we're really proud of 
of where we are now. We are uh, internationally a preeminent university. We're number six in the U.S., according to the QS World Rankings. We have great students, and we just graduated a class the other day. We have about 2,800 uh, students in our college, which is a 40-year high for us, so that's exciting. We have extension, so we are in every single county in the state of Indiana meeting the needs of our stakeholders, our farmers and producers in those areas. We also, as I mentioned before, have a a robust research portfolio. Mm -hmm. So we have really a very strong basis. We also work internationally, so we're in about 60 countries where we're helping them to improve their agricultural productivity Mm and really feed the world. You talk about the great students. Certainly talent is a huge issue in agriculture and every industry, you know, trying to keep talent, attract talent, especially uh, young talent. As you look at the opportunities that exist today in agriculture and the ag biosciences, lots of really exciting things that are out there. Absolutely. It's a great time to be in agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many opportunities. And those opportunities, one of the things that today's students are very, very interested in is making a difference. And in agriculture, you can make a difference. You can feed people. And that's mm-hmm. fundamental. And I know we often don't think about it, but in our state alone, one in five children are uh, nutritionally insecure. That's a lot of people. So it's not just a, a problem overseas, it's a problem within our country. Uh, what we do with students, not only our own, our whole goal is to attract many other students that are coming from urban settings, coming from different places to agriculture. So I'll give you an example. We have the AgBot Challenge. Mm-hmm. So this is a challenge where we have autonomous vehicles that students have built that will do things like weed and feed. They will do things like uh, soil sampling. So they require mechanical engineers, data scientists, uh, ag people, because you have to know what a weed is in order to make this work, and bring lots and lots of students together. That's also coupled with what we call the Next Gen Expo. The Next Gen Expo is about bringing school children Mm -hmm. in and showing them what you can all do with agriculture. Most of those students are more interested in games and computer science. So what we do is try to couple what they know, games mm-hmm. and computer science, with agriculture and show them what they can do mm-hmm. to really impact the world. The Indiana General Assembly approved a, a significant investment in a new animal hospital on the Purdue campus. One of the ag bioscience innovation strengths in the state certainly is animal health and nutrition. How will the new hospital enhance, in your view, uh, Indiana's leadership in this area? Yeah, we're really excited about the investment in the hospital. Um, That really allows us to do cutting-edge research and cutting-edge teaching. So when you think about the next generation of veterinarians, um, we want people that are out on the street with the latest technologies that will help our cows and will help our cats and dogs and any type of animal and that investment in the vet school will do that. Um, That is under the direction of Dean Willie Reed and his leadership is enormous in that area and really exciting to have that uh, to allow us to move forward. I think every one of us wants our veterinarians out there to be the best trained in the world and having a new vet school will allow Mm -hmm. us to do that. The other thing that I'd like to bring out in terms of that, at this time, uh, 
there's more and more diseases that can potentially be transmitted. And with the size of our agricultural industry, we need a very strong vet school looking at some of those animal health issues. Um, I know most of our farmers may know, but uh, some of our other uh, citizens may not know about African swine fever, for example, a deadly disease that's uh, ravaged the swine industry in China. Um, we need to be alert. We need to have the people in place that we can be able to respond to that if it were to come to here. And mm-hmm. hopefully it will not. Right. But that's because we have great people in the vet school. Mm-hmm. We have BOA, Board of Animal Health, and all those people that are really vigilant, watching out for these kind of diseases to protect our industries in the state. A lot of uh, investment going on at, at Purdue, including in the ag and plant science space uh, as well. I know you're very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, we're really excited about uh, our plant sciences investment. So about five years ago, we made a greater than $20 million investment in plant sciences. It was one of President Daniel's uh, Purdue moves. The reason that's so important is it really allowed us to leapfrog many others in the country. So that investment was put into an area called plant phenotyping. Phenotyping is actually looking at the physical attributes of a plant. Um, We have a phenotype too. When you look at each one of us, uh, your eye color is controlled by genetics, but there are many other traits that you have that are controlled um, by your environment or choices you would make. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously a plant doesn't make the choices, mm-hmm. but the physical structure of the plant is influenced by their environment and their management. Using plant phenotyping, we can take the genetic information, couple it with the environmental information, and really determine the best way to grow plants, the best way to move forward. The other thing we can do is really help the environment. So some of these new technologies, particularly using unmanned area vehicle unmanned aerial Mm -hmm. vehicles, Mm -hmm. uh, you can go out and scout a field and find out exactly where the weeds are Mm -hmm. and take care of those weeds in that spot as opposed to spraying the whole field. So really important for the environment because you can put things at the right time in the right place to maximize growth of our plants and minimize uh, nutrient loss or runoff into the environment. I know Purdue is very much um, at the center and a part of uh, the regional initiative WIN, Wabash Heartland Innovation Network, and that has uh, as a focus digital agriculture, uh, which is is so important. How is Purdue? How are you preparing students uh, and really leading research yeah. in this space? And what's what's the opportunity there? So. Um The Plant Science Initiative really set us up well for digital agriculture. We have so many different types of initiatives in this area across research, teaching, and extension. So I'll go through a couple of them. We have a digital forestry initiative. So one of the things that I don't think we've talked much about, and it's in its early stages, using some of these new tools for plant phenotyping, we can now start... Uh, looking at forest inventory and figuring out which trees need to be cut down, um, the health of our forests, the number of trees in our forests, lots of new technologies just by using a UAV and flying over them as opposed to having a forester walk millions of acres. And as you know, forestry is very important to the southern part of Indiana. Um, and we have a program actually as part It's a little bit bigger than WIN, but our extension program in the unmanned aerial vehicles, where we had 17 unmanned aerial vehicles in various areas of the state. And they were doing many different things. So they were looking at um, counting animals. That sounds 
like a silly thing to do, but if you think of having animals out on pasture, knowing where your animals are, being able to mm-hmm. uh, fly a UAV over and be able to figure out how many animals you have in that pasture, make sure you have them all, mm-hmm. is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at health of streams and rivers. Then through our plant phenotyping initiative, we continue to get more and more data, and we're developing data pipelines Mm -hmm. so that we can take our genetic information and the other information and couple it together for new decision-making. It's been a really exciting um, opportunity and really falls onto things like Agbot Challenge, Mm -hmm. which in order to identify weeds is all digital agriculture. Mm -hmm. Um, So moving forward in many different directions using the tools of data science and computer science. One of the nice things we have at Purdue is College of Engineering, College of Science, all which are partnering with us to really move some of these opportunities forward so we can bring everybody to the table and be on the leading edge of digital agriculture. Final question for you, kind of that next uh, level uh, of ag company, ag bioscience startup Rogo won the spring 2019 Ag Accelerator uh, event, received a $100,000 investment from Purdue Ventures. There have been several other great plant science and ag tech startups that come from Purdue as well. Why, in your view, is supporting entrepreneurship? We hear so much about that in IT and other areas, but how about in the ag bioscience space? Why is that important? so this was part of the plant sciences initiative that we started the accelerator and what it is is as a land-grant university one of the important things is that our new technologies and new research don't just stay on the shelf that they get out into the communities and make a difference Uh, it's something we believe at the heart of what we do Um, and so in the years ago, you could do that very easily or more easily by having a local person just distribute seeds or distribute um, some kind of technology and people would adopt it. In this day and age, that's not a viable option or not as good an option to really get technologies out to make a difference. And so by putting money into an accelerator that allows our faculty, staff, and students to compete for funding, what we've done is give them an avenue to start moving those technologies out into the world. As I mentioned before, some of those those technologies are really important. They're going to improve the environment. They're going to improve our competitiveness in agriculture, all things that we really value. So the opportunity to do that is really important to us and has made a big difference. Karen Plout is the dean of Purdue University's College of Agriculture. Karen, thanks for joining us. It's uh, an understatement to say there's a lot going on at <laughs> Purdue. You've done a great job really kind of illuminating uh, some of those things going on. So thanks for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. All right. And thank you for joining us uh, this week on the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It's a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And if you are interested in attending Agrinovus Indiana's May 22nd West Lafayette convening to hear from a panel and also discuss the future of Indiana's entrepreneurial ecosystem, just visit agrinovusindiana.com backslash events and you can learn more there. Thanks for joining us again. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.